What if these things can read our minds? This is a safe sex zone. Simple, beautiful fish. Good night, campers. Turn on, tune in, talk movies. Welcome to the video cult. So, something that I think. <laughs> <laughs> welcome. Okay, yeah. Welcome to ASMR video called ASMR. We've made a we've made a hard shift. We're getting into things that were popular five years ago. <laughs> Jesus <Yeah>. Christ! <laughs> so this is video called ASMR. This is all I'm gonna be doing. Actually, oh no! I I never understood that the like how people want the like nails clicking on shit like that. Oh no! It's like. I that I can it. that I can handle, but like the whispering and like even like the just like getting real close and like and all I that had a shit. girlfriend just... who used to go to sleep with headphones on to a dental surgery ASMR. No, yes, that's psychopath behavior. That is <laughs> she did a lot behavior. of weird shit. <laughs> um. <laughs> We can come back to ASMR if we want. I'm sure there'll be other gross things we think about that we'll want to circle back on. But the the topic in mind that I had thought of initially was I found, and it still seems to be a thing in, in movies and TV, that there's an inflated sense of what a birthday party is going to be a lot of the time. <laughs> it is. They are very okay. over the top and excessive. So I was just trying to think, uh, was there ever a time where you... Did have a weird, excessive, over-the-top birthday party that you either planned yourself or was planned for you? Or have you ever been to one where you were like, holy shit? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I I had... The closest I've ever had, and I'm not a big birthday guy, I usually do, like, a very small get-together and just do something casual and something cheap because I don't really like to think about getting older. And a whole day dedicated to it isn't really my jam. Honestly, all I want for my birthday, 99 times out of 100, is a really nice birthday cake. And Dee always makes me one. And that's literally all I want and all I need. Uh, so the closest I've ever come to this was when I was a kid. My mom wanted to do something really nice for my birthday. And uh, so we were going to go to one of those like Playland places. Was it Cosmic Adventures? It was this was this was in Ontario. Yeah, yeah, no, this wasn't because yeah, that was the one that was here when I was a kid. Yeah, and but you you know the type right with like the big um, big uh, tube play area, you know all sorts of little arcade stuff that that type of thing, kind of Chuck E. Cheese, but but a little more off brand. And um, so we (laughs) we, cheese off brand is it like what was it? Genie the rat. (laughs) <laughs> scruffy the rat the uh scruffy yeah, the rat. The... so if you find the you find the the day your childhood ends is when you find him smoking um darts out back near the trash can while like you know getting a handy from the waitress <laughs> which the worst part is, is that's it, the main entrance it's not too far <laughs> off of the original concept of chuck e cheese uh, the original like concept of Chuck E. Cheese, the rat was more of like a fucking New Jersey gangster. And so the, the animatronics all sort of made these innuendous jokes that were all for the parents to like keep them entered. There was more to keep the parents entertained. The kids were like, oh, shit, it's a robot. But then they said shit that was upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> See, you could get me there now if you yeah. if you, you could sell me on that. 
Uh, anyway, well, so it's called yeah. Propeller Arcade. <laughs> oh, that's fair. <laughs> we uh, we got. I think I could invite like six or seven people, which was pretty big for us. And uh, and didn't I get violently ill that day? Like on route to uh, <laughs> to this place. And man, I if you've ever seen the saddest kid on their birthday. Because it was me sitting by like the shoulder of the road, uh, because I had just been like retching and vomiting, and like knowing that there was no way now that anyone was going to get to uh, to this this uh, this playland, and uh, yeah, so that was that's kind of my most excessive birthday. Uh, I did have a coworker, however, when I was working at the library, she would do a birthday week for herself. Oh. Uh, because she had serious main character syndrome, and oh, I thought you were going to say like she had like serious like cancer my, or something. I was like, oh, ex- okay, ex-wife. I understand, but now it's main character. Okay, my ex-wife had a song that went birthday. It's birthday weekend, which I think it did eventually evolve into birthday week. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that was that was a lot. That was a lot, and and she did honestly expect special treatment for like the full week. Now she was quite young. She was like 18, 19, but still old enough to mm. maybe knock that shit off. <laughs> there's, there's a there's a father who said yes too many times in the background yeah. of this story. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what about you guys? You have to have less sad stories than me. Um I you know what? I don't remember a big extravagant party because what I do remember okay. I do remember like going to the putting edge, which is like this, it's still open. Um, this huge, like glow in the dark putting mini golf thing. I remember going there having birthdays and stuff like that. I remember like going to restaurants and all that stuff. Like nothing like too extravagant. Like they were big, but my parents were like, just birthday, whatever, you know, uh, invite, invite your friends, all this stuff. We have gift bags, whatever. Like this, the standard like parent, all that shit. Um, but I'm trying to remember. Um, I can give you a really sad birthday that I had. Jesus, before before you say that, I will say the last, not the last time, but I remember for years I hadn't gone to Putting Edge, that same one that you're talking about, and I went mm-hmm. with a buddy of mine on mushrooms. Uh, <laughs> and two things happened. I noticed how fucking gross it is in there. Like oh. every surface, like all, like because everything's just that much more detailed. So like all the colors mm-hmm. and stuff, and then it's like, oh, there's like gum and weird like dirt like ground into everything. It's all mm-hmm. fucked up. And I heard, and then because uh, they're playing music all the time, I heard the song "Payphone" by Maroon Five, and goddamn it, it was the best song I'd ever heard in my life. <laughs> as far as I was concerned, it was the best song. I also didn't know what the lyrics were because I couldn't properly hear it, so I don't remember what they are now. But I had a completely different set of lyrics that i thought it was so i kept asking people i was like what's this song they say this and i and they're like i don't know and then i would like sing it and they're like well that sounds familiar but i don't think, i don't know what you're talking about so it took me like of like a month until it was like i just heard it like in another store on the radio and i was like this is it this is the one <laughs> but anyway drugs <laughs> yeah um so just to put in a little sad note. So when I was 16, 
Um, you know, like, you know, like some girls would have like their sweet 16 party, you know, yay, daddy, get me, get me a card, get me this, give me that. <laughs> bah, 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 bah. But, um, I was, I was living in an apartment with my mom and I invited a couple of my friends. They were all busy except for one friend who had to leave early because she was going to another party. Oh. So we baked my own cake and we watched Eraserhead. <laughs> and then she left. <laughs> and I sat there the eating my cake. The least surprising thing I've ever heard in my life is that 60-year-old Gabby wanted to watch Eraserhead her fucking birthday. <laughs> yeah, because my dad's uh, his ex-girlfriend um well they were together at the time they sorry i got a hair in my mouth and it's annoying the fuck out of me there you go um world (laughs) i know um and she introduced me to Eraserhead, and i was like this is fucking crazy dog like all that (laughs) shit and then i started showing it to all my friends and so yeah but that was saddest um ever since but I mean, I, I think like as soon as I hit my teens, I was not really a big birthday person. Mm. I was like, yeah, dinner, whatever. <laughs> Come presents. Yeah, take me out, wine and dine me. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So like, yeah, I've I've had more funds at restaurants. Like, mm. 50, the year before, my dad took me to an Italian restaurant, and he gifted me. Was it the year before? I think so, because he gifted me with a razor flip phone. And Sick. I thought I was hot <laughs> shit with that phone. You were. I, I don't. I don't yeah. know how to tell you, but you were. <laughs> yeah. If I if I was in my emo phase, I probably would have had like that Y two K sort of deal of like this, like the juice like the pink sweatpants and had it like clipped on to my. Oh um, yeah, that's oh, the I remember look. that. Yeah. Oh man, it's definitely like not aesthetic that I appreciated back then, but I love it now. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember that aesthetic adore. kind of like um becoming part of a, a very common aesthetic in, in fairview where i grew up so anybody who's mm. from halifax or from fairview knows this area but specifically in the late 2000s uh, cl- uh 2009 area the look of girls was hair pulled back as tight as possible like just pulled back like the hair pulled back as tight as possible the half jacket with the fur collar uh, oh yes a, 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 i had a tank that top yeah <laughs> a, a tank top and uh the sweatpants that said juicy on the ass and pushing a stroller <laughs> yeah. did they also have like their sweatpants tucked inside their ugg boots Yes, I was just, I forgot a part of it. Yeah, the Uggs are definitely there. Uh, and I had probably a pair. like the, the piercing in the face. Like yeah. The, whatever it's like called. the subdermal per- piercing. Yeah. I wanted to have so many piercings. I was only allowed, <laughs> I only got, before you get into your birthday thing, I, <laughs> yeah. I know like I wanted, I had a nose piercing. I wanted like a nose ring, but with myself, I have really bad allergies and it's really bad dust allergies. Any side, any like something that would make me like break out, like I and I, you'll see me probably at, like some cult meetings. You'll see me like rub my nose. I don't have a coke habit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I have allergies. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, but no, it's and I always wanted a ring. Can have it, but I I kind of see as an adult like I do rub my nose a lot, so it's just like yeah, I could kind of see it. 
Uh, I wanted like, having a, a third septum. hole to blow out of. <laughs> I know. And then like I wanted like pier like piercing like cheek piercings. I wanted all that shit. But now like I'm a baby bitch, so <laughs> and my nose been got infected, so I was like, yeah, maybe maybe piercings aren't really for me, <laughs> besides the ears. So anyways. Um yeah, birthday stuff. So I, I totally forgot that I had a Cosmic Adventures birthday when I was a kid. So we did do that. Mine was successful, though. Uh, I, I'm happy to report I did I'll not throw you. up on the side of the road. Uh, a bunch of people came, you know, did that. I, I did like I, as always, though, things got too rambunctious. I did get hurt. Uh, you know, where it, it was the thing. I feel like I haven't had it happen to me in a long time, but it was the thing where like your hand would like hit against something like hard and not bend properly so then like one finger just wouldn't bend for the rest of the day it'd be all fucked up the cartilage would be all fucked up or whatever mm. uh so i remember that happening and just getting hurt but otherwise it was fine uh i remember other people having like big crazy birthdays a bunch like there's multiple times that i remember people having like uh there was a guy that i knew who lived near the school and i remember seeing his birthday party from afar where it, they, he had the bouncy castle like mm-hmm. on the front yard and shit like did that mm-hmm. like whole thing uh I, I can't think if i've been to an any truly excessive birthday parties uh in the sense of like it's not at their like house or or whatever like i've been to like a, apartment parties that had a lot of people at them but it never that didn't feel excessive but i <laughs> asked a lot of people a couple times for my birthday. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so for one of them, uh, I wanted to ha- I wanted to have Halloween for my birthday, which is in July. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, so I was like, you gotta dress up. I went and to Valley Village and went through like the garbage section because it's not Halloween, so I had to find the Halloween stuff there. Mm-hmm. I-, I found like a bag of just baby doll faces. So not a full head, just the face. I still have one here. I'll pull it out when someone's telling another story. I'll go grab it. I'll bring it up and show everyone. But I had like those like on a string and put blood on them and shit. So there was weird stuff all over the place. And then I dressed up as Hunter Thompson and a buddy of mine dressed up as Jesus, like had a staff and shit. And we realized that we didn't have any papers for like rolling weed. And we had to go to the the gas station, which was several blocks away in our full costumes in the middle of the day in July. Uh, Most people that came to the party did not dress up. (laughs) It turned out I was asking too much. One person came in the ghost face thing, but my apartment got so hot. He was like dying. He had to take the robe off and shit. So probably for the best. My costume involved me being in very short shorts. So I was I was in the clear. Were you slutty uh, hunter as Thompson? <laughs> I wish I should have been. That really was like my my thing in in the in my twenties. I was like, I'm gonna be yeah. this but slutty. So I have like a picture of me as slutty Han Solo, <laughs> where I found <laughs> these tights that look like leather, and I had to like pour myself into them, and like I couldn't wear <laughs> I underwear underneath or anything. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned yeah, it before. I, I do have a p- good picture of it, but yeah, I've, uh, I just remember it was a long night of people pointing out my dick. Uh, <laughs> so, but I was at men's bar, so it made sense. Uh, but uh, the other birthday where I asked a lot of people, I was like, just get me random books, any random weird book, and I'm going to read from them. And then I realized, like, read aloud to them. And then I realized this is probably banking on the their ability to find weird stuff too much. So still just give me books. I'll have two prepared. 
And the two that I found, one was a sci-fi book that I've never found physically, but I have a, a like pictures of PDF, like kind of copy of it called The Feminists. And it's a dystopic. <laughs> it's a dystopic science fiction book from the 70s where uh, women are like in it's like reverse Handmaid's Tale. Like women are in control oh. of the government in America and men have like no rights. And the opening of the book is Buddy like getting caught having unlicensed sex by like these co- like women cops that chase him down. One of the yeah. first, I think the first line that someone actually speaks in the book is halt man pig. Halt man pig. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I so, love this book. Yeah. He like, well, you won't. He runs, he, he runs away. <laughs> he runs away and finds an underground contingent of men and women who want equal rights for each other. And it turns, and then it turns into like them trying to do this big, huge act of terrorism, which is literally the ending of Inglorious Bastards. They're trying to suicide bomb themselves oh while the like president is at the a movie theater. Uh, at oh this big God. premiere, and it, and a lot of the climax is very similar to the ending of uh, 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 Inglorious Bastards, but it is just funny. Like the yeah, it's not pro women. I can tell you that. <laughs> oh, not. I was gonna say like, are you kidding me? I love I love this yeah. like, this premise. <laughs> if if it was more of like a Tales from the Crypt that it like ends with him like not getting away, maybe, but no, it's very yeah. not pro women at all. Uh, and then the other book was a book that I ordered online and have read uh, in full since called Sperm Jackers from Hell, which is about <laughs> teenage boys that uh, uh, call forth a succubus because they think she'll be hot and have sex with them. But then it like there is a succubus, but then she just has these like crazy like worm things that go out and like attach themselves to guys dicks and make them hallucinate and like steal their sperm <laughs> shit. But oh my God. The, I read just the opening of the book uh, and the opening of the book is like some a little bit of these guys talking and talking about this coach at, uh, that used to coach at the high school, but then got fired. And now he just lets the teenagers like party on his property. Uh, but there's an extended ha- like chapter uh, that's about him fucking his dog because he hates women so much. And I was reading this aloud to people, like laughing my way through it. And if I remember my my ex, the one who listened to fucking uh, dental ASMR, was like just covering her face. And a friend of mine was yeah. like, doing the Citizen Kane stand up and clap as I was like going through it. And everyone was just horrified. I was like, "Well, that's enough for today." And then we didn't do any more reading. No one, no one ever came back. Yeah. It it was it is a really funny book, but it is super mm. just like gross. The the woman who wrote it uh, wrote mm. for uh, like a number of kind of like short story magazines. I think she did some of the the chicks in chainmail, which is uh, like a series of kind of collected stories where women were writing. Uh, they were all women writers, kind of making fun of the tropes of fantasy stuff. Mm. Um, but there's like chicks in chainmail, chicks and chained males, and stuff. There's a few. I have a few of them actually, but they're pretty funny. Uh, but she was like kind of from that era. But I loved her dedication at the beginning. Her, she dedicated it to her daughter, uh, who will never, ever, ever live this down, <laughs> as it says. So, so that's <laughs> oh pretty funny. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that's about what I had for that. I was hoping you guys would have more excessive stories. Instead, it was just like sad, sad, weird, and upsetting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, but when you brought up, what was it Cosmic Adventures? Mm. Yes. I. Fuck, that just unlocked something 
in my brain. <laughs> Some primal memories, yeah. Just a primal memory of drinking like so much sugary drinks and then just going absolutely ham yeah. on the like. Just remember, like they had those like two story like, play places. Yeah, uh, that had yeah. So it wasn't uh, really a small one. It was yeah. It was you were yeah. up there. <laughs> yeah, you you were up there, and then there was like this like there were like um, almost like. Uh, they're like seatbelt material, but they're like mm. um, crisscross yeah, the, and like the, all that the stuff. Crisscross straps, yeah. Yeah, and then you just plummet down if you step on it wrong. <laughs> yeah, there was that. Like there it. In tubes, there was like one like mm. netted off cube that was a ball pit in the sky. I remember that being mm-hmm. a popular spot. Mm-hmm. I never had the experience of a ball pit having puke or anything particularly gross in it. And I always feel like people mention that in shows or in things Mm. where it's like, and yeah, they must be gross. Like little kids are just fucking disgusting. So like, I would feel like, but there was never like shit and puke in it for my experience. I would feel like besides like there's sticky little fingers and I wouldn't go in it now because kids are disgusting. Um, Oh yeah. No, (laughs) much like the human belly button, a ball pit has to, yeah. new organisms we don't know about <laughs> yeah also like i would feel like it's there's like these like probably underpaid 16 year olds there with like a mop and bucket like handy and she was like you're like they're like oh, okay fucking shut it down and then like they clean it so i think there's probably some poor 16 year old that's on like puke duty I, I think it's hilarious when people throw up at amusement park things. It's truly the the real raw experience of like the carnival, like the, the mm. traveling exhibition. I remember I, I went with an ex of mine and oh boy, <laughs> I went with an ex and we got on a ride that just like spun the shit out of us. And as soon as it stopped and it let us off, uh, a, a girl and her friend who were sitting like in a car, like across from us. And this is like a very typical got done up like 19 year old hot girl falling to her knees and throwing up. And this is after we went off one ride and my ex had like never been to like a small carnival like that before. And I just looked at her and I was like, ah, <laughs> yeah, this is what we paid for. This is the experience. Yeah. And it was the last night of it. So there was so many piles of just like sawdust and other stuff thrown mm-hmm. onto piles of puke by the end of the night. It was insane. <laughs> so Josh, I, I think I w- you might've seen like me and the girl I dated because that that like I am the other half I have the other half of that story. <laughs> it she didn't just get off a tilt a whirl, did she? No, because it wasn't uh, a I, okay. When I was in university, I I, uh, I dated a girl. We went to one of the um, you know the the shitty little fairs that set up in parking mm-hmm. lots around here, like the maritime. That's what it was. What it's called. Exactly yeah, yeah, it's the maritime it whatever. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, so we we did the zipper. Uh, first, which she was okay with, except she hated going upside down. So I don't know why she agreed to come on with me. And she spent the whole time swearing at me for taking her on it. And then so we were like, okay, let's go on something a little bit calmer, which is the Tilt-A-Whirl. I don't find the Tilt-A-Whirl particularly uh, life-threatening. You you sort of have control over it. You can make it A little bit, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we were kind of halfway through, and she's just like, I need this to stop right now. And I look over to her, and she's like, she's doing the thing. You know, like there's that real like human expression that you're just like, oh, that person's <laughs> about to throw up. And uh, so she she ended up actually throwing up on the Tilt-A-Whirl. Oh. And then uh, again later as we were leaving, just, yeah, like falling to her knees and throwing up. <laughs> um, so, yeah, those yeah. great carnival experiences, man. They're good. I had a good time. Yeah. That's fine. So yeah. 
I I love carnivals. Like mm. I love like whenever they're in town, I go absolutely ape shit. I'm like we have to go, we have to go, and then no one wants to go with me. But that's I will go here in order. next summer. You will go. Okay. Video video cult at the at the carnival <laughs> at the carnival. So there's a couple things. Um, I did throw up at a amusement park. Um, so. Almost every year, my parents and I, we would, um, sometimes we'd bring my cousin with us, but we would go down to like Maine or New Hampshire and they had this like amusement park there anyways. So we were going on all the, um, it was a amusement park slash uh, water fun place. Mm -hmm. So we went to, um, I think we went to the water park thing first, then we ate, and then we, my parents just unleashed us both on into the whole like amusement park. It was pretty, it's not like huge. It wasn't really like six flags or anything, but it had like a couple small like roller coasters, it had a wooden one, it had like a really rickety as fuck metal mm -hmm. one that was rusted to shit. And I was so certain I only went on it once. And I was like, I don't think I want to go on this because this doesn't look scary. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, the, ma the math will start leaning towards you dying if you do it more yeah, than Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so I was like, do you guys remember? There were like these little like frozen, like little ice cream things called like Dippin' Dots. I, I do remember Dippin' Dots. I never they're had like it, but these I remember little, it. Yeah. There's like these like, they're like these like little ice creams, but they're like, they're like, oh, they're so space aged because we had like whatever they're like there's little, little tiny dots and anyways i got a whole bowl of it and then i went on the roller coaster and then i kept going and then i was like i don't feel so good and then i think i puked in the garbage can there's that <laughs> also um this relates to carnivals but have you guys ever taken aptitude tests like in junior high to see what a good career would be for you yep. oh i yeah, yeah I, I definitely remember doing remember that, doing that. They, and Do you guys it, are... it, 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 I remember the teacher being like, this says that you're not outgoing and should go into sciences. And I was like, what? <laughs> so I got three options. One was to be a therapist for people with special needs. Nice. It gets weirder. Bailiff. <laughs> yeah. That's an odd specific. And the third one which will stood out to me to the very day, the very end. Carnival ride operator. <laughs> Carney was a legitimate, like, like, yeah, we better put this on there for the, the real weird. Yeah, they, they saw my rat-like face. So they're just like, yeah, she's a Carney. Rat-like in appearance, but a king amongst men. <laughs> you, That's I, from I think something. You would have fit, fit in an action park. For sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I just think I'd drink, rather be just like Just drinking a, beer and letting kids swing on a giant rope. <laughs> yeah, I'd need something stiffer than that to deal with the puke. But, like, I think I'd be an amazing... I would love... I would have given my eye teeth now to be a carny. <laughs> you know, I don't think it's that hard to get into. You know what? I don't think so either. So next time yeah. the Cardinal's in town, you might see me pack up my shit and go with them. So. <laughs> Just a bindle on the end of a stick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I was like, Carney. And my mom's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what did you answer? 
<laughs> what did you do? <laughs> like, so yeah. it's I'm like a, they noticed I was yeah. good at putting things together, but that I also was really I was good at laying yeah, sawdust. I'm down really too. good at I like because Josh and I, and I'm sure like Nathan's too, but like sometimes we have to put together a lot of tech stuff. You give me a cord, I will unwrap that and plug that cord in, buddy. I will build you whatever you need to be built. I will do anything. Yeah. I will eat a cigarette. <laughs> if that's what the job needs, I will eat a cigarette. See, I think this I is know. how you ended up as as Carney for your uh, aptitude so. test. You're like, I'll, I'll do what needs to be done. Yeah. It's like, I oh, think she's either like, a hitman or a Carney. Yeah, probably Carney. <laughs> but yeah, um, the last time I actually, I think the last time I went to the carnival, it's a good like three or four years ago i think like right before covid like the summer before covid um a friend of mine at the time we were like we saw the carnival like when we after like a couple of drinks we're like oh my god the carnival's in town so we went and i remember going on the zipper and just them right right next to me screaming their head off <laughs> and my and they're and i'm like right beside them absolutely dying because i i love i love carnival rides i love everything like oh yeah the fact that a dude with three teeth like slapped this thing together the night before (laughs) is part of what the thrill like it's the thrill i don't want to get on it if i thought it was safe (laughs) yeah yeah even like going back to like not want to get on the rickety like you know oh the roller coaster yeah roller coaster but i I feel like that's different i feel like versus like that of a carney's it's just completely different in my mind it listeners are probably be like what the fuck they're like exactly the same you're putting your hands in some three-tooth guy who like slapped together this rusted piece of shit like carnival ride roller coaster basically came out of a a fucking catalog like that's something i've learned is like just there's people that there's companies that design rides and then when places buy them they'll sort of retheme them and that's mm. where you get the variations uh, but a lot of the time like they'll just sell the same roller coaster multiple times and it'll end up in different places because it's all designed by engineers and stuff and then they mm. you know these parks buy it so that that's less scary than a thing that they like t- take apart <laughs> to try and around put together and, and, and then the, the, a, and then like they look around bag with holes in it to put the <laughs> screws in <laughs> like yeah and they look around like oh shit was this screw supposed to be on this ride and just falls apart? Yeah, I had a when... buddy. I don't know if it was a friend of mine or a cousin, but he like <laughs> took some like nuts, like uh, like <laughs> the metal ones, onto a ride with him, and just like once it did like one revolution, threw a bunch of them just so people would hear that sound, <laughs> just to be a dick. <laughs> I think he was wow. like four, I think he was like fourteen. Yeah. But I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, when I was uh, when I was a kid, I think I was like eleven or twelve. Uh, my best friend and I uh, went to this. It's a yearly kind of horror convention esque type of thing called Screamers in uh, Ontario, and it, it's it, usually in Toronto somewhere. And uh, it's it's good. Like they've got stuff for for adults and stuff for kids as well. But the outdoor section was kind of a, a carnival type of thing and they had one of those classic octopus rides and oh. so we we went on that and my my buddy he was he was a very mild-mannered kid and he wasn't like super into to rides or anything 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but you could get him. You could get him on something tame, right? So it's it's just like it's a little octopus ride. Honestly, like we we're probably a little bit big for it, but it had the spinning cars at least. And uh, as we're going around here, the the main part of the octopus, well, where all the arms come from, uh, the the control panel caught fire. It, it, <laughs> like they're like actual flames shooting out of this thing. <laughs> the carny, I, I kid you not, just kind of looks at it very nonchalantly grabs a fire extinguisher, which I didn't realize was right beside him on the uh, the control, like at the controls, goes over uh, and walks around it because it's like the, he's got to kind of avoid the arms, sprays it down, keeps the ride going. It was the wildest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. And like it really added it's to just the, a little electrical fire. It's still good. <laughs> it's fine. It's, fine. it's, it's still fine. good. It's still good. Oh yeah, my, my friend did not have a good time with that. Because uh yeah, he was a very he was a real worrier, and I was like, this is the coolest thing in the world. We might die. And he's like, Why are you excited about this? <laughs> but yeah, that's oh, um man. I man, I love yeah, I love those shitty little rides, I gotta say. Yeah. Uh, should we talk about like movies and TV and stuff? <laughs> Whoa, I hate that, Josh. Why did you do that? <laughs> this is I what I'm talking first. about. There was a bag of these. There was like five. Yeah. And so I smeared some blood on it. This was when mm. I turned 20. That was my 20th birthday. Uh, so do you have is, any more? This is and can we break into Nathan's house and plaster them all over please the house? Don't. I don't know if I have any more of them. I might. Uh, I think this might still be right. the only surviving one. This has been on the shelf. You guys would have seen it if you looked <laughs> in amongst the the fucking shit. But yeah, I just I, I do hang on to this to remind me of that birthday. I have the picture of yeah. me dressed up as well. I'll show you guys sometime. That legitimately startled me. I was. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, we can well. talk about TV. Okay, Let's do it. Sheesh, forty thousand channels and only hundred and fifty of them have anything good on. Um. Fuck, what have I started? Oh, I started watching Monarch. Uh, oh, which is that? the uh awesome. I've only watched the first couple episodes. There's there's some out that I haven't seen yet, but I really, mm. really enjoyed it. I've I really enjoyed the the uh this like monsterverse uh stuff. The I think we talked about in the last cult meeting that I had watched Godzilla in preparation for watching Monarch, and so I have since mm. watched a couple episodes, and yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It's doing a really good job of like telling a good human story whereas some of the movies haven't done so great a job at that. Um, but uh, it's pretty good. And then we got the trailer. Like, I'm going to watch the next couple episodes. Plus, we got the trailer for the new Godzilla Kong movie, which looks fucking awesome. And I'm pretty excited for, uh, which is surprising because I was a I did not like Godzilla versus Kong or Kong versus Godzilla when I first saw it, because I was a huge fan of King of the Monsters, which is a much more serious yeah. movie. Serious. Um, <laughs> King of the Monsters feels more like when you watch a Godzilla movie with uh, the subtitles on uh, and mm-hmm. you actually hear the real story because when you see the American versions of, of the, a lot of those seventies Godzilla movies, they would dub them and take scenes out and make it sillier. Cause they're like, Oh, this is dumb looking. Let's just make it kind of funny. And then the story yeah. sort of gets lost because they try to turn it into a comedy. And that's what I felt the Godzilla versus Kong was. I was like, this feels like someone only <laughs> ever saw the dubbed versions of Japanese Godzilla movies and made this. I had I had harsher words to say about the people who liked it for a long time. <laughs> um, and 
I don't know if I need to say it on the podcast or not. Do it. Uh, <clears throat> I used to say I was like the people who liked Godzilla versus Godzilla King of the Monsters are are refined, and the people who like Godzilla versus Kong are only alive because the cum leaked out of their mom's ass. That is harsh. It is. I've never and regretted I've saying back and... something. <laughs> <laughs> I went back and I watched it and I like it now. So okay. that's just the, so I got to eat my words. I went back. I watched it. I liked it. Uh, Kong is kind of the main character. I get it now. And they're kind of doing mm-hmm. that with the next one. I think it'll be fun. Uh, but I also really want to see Godzilla minus one. Not to get too into the movie talk, but I feel it's related because we're talking about Monarch. But there's a lot of good Godzilla shit going on right now. Uh, and Monarch is good. It's worth watching uh, if you've watched the, the MonsterVerse movies. Um, outside of that, God, I don't know if there is any other TV shows. There was a couple of things I, I started. Like I, I, I maybe talked about before that I started the uh, Fall of the House of Usher. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did oh, talk yeah. a bit about that. And I, I didn't go back to it yet. But I think I will because I think Mark Hamill's really good in it. And I think mm-hmm. that's what I want. I just I'm like, you know, what? I'm just going to watch Mark Hamill fucking kill it in the, as the like greasy <laughs> lawyer for this evil fucking family. So I think I'm yeah. going to go back to that. But other than that, I'm just trying to finish Buffy. I'm still just <laughs> trying to go there. Well, actually, I do have words to say about that. Did you guys watch Angel? Because Angel's fucking weird. And I have a love hate relationship with the show Angel uh, because never seen. It. I'm going to I'm going to spoil some stuff for you, because if you haven't watched it now, I doubt you're going to get around to it. And even if you do, who cares? Um at one point he knocks up another vampire uh they have to stab her to get the baby out and they he starts looking after the baby and names it connor and then a guy from his past whose family he killed when he was evil an evil vampire not a vampire with a soul this is angel uh comes and takes the baby to a hell dimension and then the baby as a 19 year old like pops back into our reality and like hates his dad that's not the weird part <laughs> the kind of the female lead of the show who was helping him raise the baby and they were kind of starting a relationship uh fucks the kid when he comes back as a 19 year old and, cu- and cu- cucks angel and i was Whoa. like joss this is a weird insert character for you even as a weird monster as you are this is weird so I've gotten, I have this roller coaster of love hate with this show where I'm like, oh, I like that it's kind of a detective, sh- it's kind of a procedural show, but with monster stuff. Okay, now we're wasting a lot of time on this plot. Oh, now I get where it's going again. Okay, why are we doing this? <laughs> like, so every time I watch it, I feel unclean and weird. Uh, so uh, yeah, I don't know what to do with that. Buffy's great though, still trying to finish that. But I think as far as TV goes, that's that's where I'm at. Watch Monarch. Cool. And watch Lower Decks. Lower Decks is over, but Lower Decks is great, and the season ended, and it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Lower Decks, the yacht show, right? Star Trek. Yeah. Oh, no, Star Trek, Lower Decks. <laughs> Sorry, I'm saying reality TV. Okay. Yes, I, I, would love, I would love, like, a Star Trek, like, sort of, like, spinoff, where it's, like, where it actually is, like, the reality TV show Lower Deck, but it's, like, with, like, a bunch of aliens. <laughs> but they're on, like, this, yeah. like, space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um, speaking of animated shows, uh, I, I did continue on with The Great North, which is growing on me, I gotta say. I, mm-hmm. I've, I've, I'm getting quite fond of it. Uh, the new season of Bob's Burgers is airing, so I've been watching that as it comes out in the last dying gasps of our Disney+. Plus. And <laughs> uh, 
The one, though, that I, I wanted to mention today was The Curse started watching that. That's a recent one. It's, I think it's still airing right now. I've seen trailers for it, but I haven't really figured out exactly what it is. They're like it's like a, they're like house flippers with a reality show or something. Yeah. So it's they're it's yeah, oh, it's, yeah, it's Nathan Fielder and Emma Stone. Uh, and they're both they're both well cast in this movie. And they are, yeah, they're they're basically. Is it a movie or? No, it's TV a it's show? a TV sh- series. Yeah, each episode's about an hour, and I think there's going to be ten in total. Um, but they're they're basically they're they're trying to get a TV show together for HGTV <laughs> that includes these kind of uh, green homes that uh, Emma Stone kind of champions and, and cells and stuff. And so they they have this real veneer of trying to help their local community because they're in this kind of medium-sized town in, in New Mexico. Uh, but everything they do, you see kind of the self-serving aspect of it. And uh, the the crux of the show is basically all of all of the the stresses and stuff of them like buying and flipping these houses, sitting on this this property because they're the real reason they're making this show is to try and pump up land v- values in in the community. Uh, they're pa- like they there's something going on and it hasn't been revealed uh, in the episodes that I've watched yet. But with uh, Emma Stone's parents, they basically seem to be using them in their name to run like these really like slumlord apartments. But they are both convinced that they're good people and that they're what they're doing is is helping the community. So there's there's almost this this real like I almost want to call it like a white savior vibe to the both of them. Um but the show like it, it's the undercurrents of the show kind of tell you how everything they do is is really self-serving and then the curse comes in and uh it's it is it's just this little girl on the street that they they're filming the TV show and uh they want to get footage of of uh, Nathan Fielder's character doing something nice, and she's she's basically selling like pop kind of by the roadside, and all he's got is a hundred on her. So they they film him giving her the hundred, and then right afterwards he's like, actually, like I'll, I'll give you twenty. I I just I don't I don't I only had a hundred. Like if you give me that back, I'll buy all of your pop, like that kind of thing. And, and of course the the kid's like no like you gave this to me and he, he snatches it back from her and that's when when she curses him and then there's to my knowledge there's nothing supernatural about the show at all but it, it kind of starts this downward spiral for for them and their relationship and their the hopes of this television show getting picked up and so you're it, it's really interesting it's a dark comedy some of it is very funny some of it is very uh like they're they're weird people uh, deep down and like you get to see that and uh, a lot of it though is very you get these real awkward moments that you get sometimes in shows that are a, a little hard to watch because you're just like oh like it's uh, <laughs> I love that shit <laughs> yeah so it's it's very very good it's very different and um, yeah I, I would I would totally recommend it if you're if you're into that kind of like dark comedy it's very modern like dealing with a lot of modern kind of issues and stuff so cool yeah yep. sounds like dark comedy but like the money pit but a dark comedy yeah yeah in, a little bit yeah. yeah yeah that's cool yeah so that's, that's about it for me for tv 
All right. Well, I decided to rewatch Mindhunter, which it is an amazing, amazing Netflix series. It's um, kind of like started by David Fincher. And basically it follows around the somewhat true story of um, <clears throat> sort of based on the 1995 like true crime book, I think of the same name it is yeah it's it's yeah. the same name it's it's a it's yeah they're they're like pathologists or not pathologists but they're psychiatrists or something trying to like talk to they're, serial killers they're um well first off, starts off with two fbi agents um holden ford paid played by uh jonathan groff uh bill tench which is my favorite favorite character by holt mccallany and sort of alongside them they um they bring in um like psychologists she teaches at a university wendy carr played by the amazing anna torv oh love she's anna great torv. in this oh my god she's amazing <laughs> anyways um it's i love it because it's it's beautifully shot um let me just bring up well it's pretty ex- executive producers are like charlize theron um and david fincher and the cinematography is amazing um it's set in the 1970s like the late 1970s sort of like the the beginning of the behavioral science science unit science science sinus science (laughs) it took a lot for me yeah it's great um and you have like um sort of these brief interactions with um ed kemper which is he's also known as the co-ed killer um i'm also a huge like true crime fan and he the guy who plays him looks almost identical like this guy is like probably like six foot nine and he he looks and he sounds exactly like it. Like Ed I, I have seen like, pictures of that guy. Yeah, because isn't yeah. that the guy who cut his mom's head off and fucked the neck hole? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> he goes Actually, into great detail about it. <laughs> he does. He he killed his grandparents, <laughs> and then he got sent to uh in like a psychiatric hospital, and then the doctor was like, "Oh, yep, he's good. He's cured." And then he just was that before or after he. I don't, I don't remember. Um, either but, way. <laughs> either way. Six and one half does the other. <laughs> yeah. But what's also interesting about the show is while um, both Tench and um, Ford, which are the two main characters, are like sort of teaching other cops, like the whole like trying to catch like virgining um serial killers street killers all that stuff like they they sort of go in depth with like different sort of serial killers they i think in the second season they meet like charlie manson david berkowitz jerry brudos like all those like heavy hitter um true like serial killers um but alongside that is you get to see um like a subplot of the btk killer which is like the bind torture kill killer um and again they have like sony velestini he plays the young btk and he looks also like the makeup is amazing because like all these guys look 
who play the serial killers look like serial killers <laughs> but you see him like you see him like as his time as an ADT ser serviceman, which is like a home security serviceman, which is how the, I love serial killers. Like I said, like. Oh, it shows. I, Absolutely. It Most shows. women do. <laughs> yeah. Not, not in the way that I would. Very, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm grossly fascinated by like serial killers in a disgust, like not disgusting way, but like, I'm just very interested. So. But you get to see him, like, the BTK's, like, home life, how he's tracking people. You get to see a glimpse of him, like, because the BTK used to wear, like, a like a mask that's like, has a woman's face on it. And he used to take pictures of himself tied up in graves, all that stuff, to get his socks off. I think sort of in between kills, maybe. But anyways... One thing is like his wife walk BTK's wife walks in on him, so you get to see that weird like home life. It's it's an amazing amazing series. I absolutely love it. They canceled it before the oh. third season, mm. and I'm fucking mad because I absolutely have you read the book? no, I haven't. I should. It's yeah, on. Check out I have the book. like yeah. I have like these are all my books. Mm. Not all of them fit on my shelf. Like I have so many books that I have to read. So yeah, that's me. That was great, Just Gabby. On, on. I, I love that you mentioned how much you enjoy serial killers because when you were listing off all of those names, I was like, man, she's doing this like a kid lists off their favorite athletes. Yeah, like Mickey Mantle, uh, Babe Ruth, and they're just like yeah. Stegosaurus, Brachiosaurus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like um, you know, in the Adams Family um, reunion, I think uh, when um, Wednesday Pugsley and I can't remember the other kid's name, but they're like they have like the serial killer baseball. Oh, cards. the trading cards! Yeah, the trading oh, cards. Yeah. I. I probably would have had like a whole collection. Like I probably like pull it out and be like, so I have like the <laughs> limited edition um, Richard Mir Ramirez. It's holographic. Yeah, so right. it's... <laughs> but Holog I I desperately want this to be a real thing now. They probably With, like the full on like holographic. Yeah. Oh man, I could I could yak 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 all about like true crime and serial killers. It's insane. So I think we should probably move on before I start yakking some more about it. <laughs> all right. I think it's time for films. What mm. films have we been into? Who gives a fuck about movies? Well, I haven't watched yet. it. <laughs> I rewatched The Northman, which is- I haven't watched uh, that about... yet. I want to watch that. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, it looks cool. It's. It's so, it's like, it's done by, is it Robert Eggers? Um, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure it is, yeah. Anyways, um, he did The Witch, or The, the Witch, and yeah. The Lighthouse, and all that stuff. He's, he's doing Nosferatu, which is basically my Joker when it comes out. I'm going to be so goddamn <laughs> insufferable. You have Anyways. to dress up also if it's oh, a Joker. Will. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Count Change no, all, of, <laughs> all of your social media pictures to yeah. uh yeah. But it's not not actually the Joker. I'm dressed up like Count Orlock. Just like Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, um, so it is 
it's really good it's it's told like an actual saga like a nordic saga and it has probably one of the most scandinavian actors in there which um alexander skarsgård um, I was gonna ooh, say, actually, is it a scars card? Is it one? It's of a scars card. Of course, it's one a of scars the nine scars cards in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think like Stellan scars guard just like keeps pumping him out. He he wants his own like acting dynasty, which a lot of his kids are. Which yeah. there was there was a time, and I I don't want to get too into it because there's other mm-hmm. podcasts have made whole bits out of it. But there was a time where Stellan Skarsgård's uh, Wikipedia page was continuously changed to Stellar Skateboard. (laughs) (laughs) Stellar Skateboard. So his his name was Stellar Skateboard on Wikipedia for a long time to the point where they shut down the page and it couldn't be edited. So like he had been in like movies for like five years that weren't there because it couldn't be updated because people would just add Stellar Skateboard in there. (laughs) Yeah. So it is one of the most, I say this about like a lot of films, but one was, fucking metal movies out there you could like take out like the audio and just put underneath like norwegian black metal and it would just fit perfectly like it's yeah. i remember the scene from the trailer that filthy catch where he like catches the spear that buddy throws oh, and he shit blocks it. <laughs> Throw, I, throws it back. <laughs> I feel like alexander skarsgård just like unleashed the power of his ancestors like his viking ancestors and just went absolutely berserk and just he actually killed that man with this <laughs> with the spear so yeah. it's he was a, he was a um, homeless guy owned by the studio he was yeah anyways he he looks ripped like this guy is ripped and yeah, you get he to usually see, is i was just looking up he because yeah. I, I was trying to remember i was like he played tarzan didn't he he did in, the, he in did. that mediocre but tarzan this one movie. <laughs> yeah but this one looked like actual like it fits because he he is he's like more this, like filled out as opposed to just the like i don't drink water just like, <laughs> like just like the v like he, he, yeah. yeah he looks like he, he he is a berserker but it is great it just a quick plot thing is he plays um prince amleth um and he vows to avenge his father after his father is killed by his brother um i'm blanking on his name fjornir which is played by a danish actor named uh, clay's bang and it's just like so fucking metal uh anya taylor joy plays <laughs> olga of the birch trees she's a slavic sorceress and they do like some fucking crazy shit together like it's so it's like it plays like it brings in such like the beautiful iconography of altitude, which is like also I also like fucking like love mythology and stuff like that. Like I, I used to have this giant book about mythology on you all about Greek mythology, and, and now I'm really going down a huge thing of like Norse I, mythology. I love the triggers that we've hit on this episode mm. today. We're, really we're, we're, we're getting right into the subconscious of Gabby. <laughs> exactly, and so basically like she she's like uh anyways they go after you know after almuth is sort of like believed to be dead he goes and he joins like this berserker like clan and he fucking pillages olga's um village and then anyways um after learning that his brother his father's murderer 
uh, Fjornir has fled to Iceland, which is like this super crazy metal place at the same time, because Iceland looks so fucking cool. It's like the black sand beaches and the fucking volcanoes everywhere, and they fight on a volcano, and it looks so fucking metal. Alright, I'm gonna watch this movie tonight. I'm definitely doing that. <laughs> that's oh my god. That's yeah. happening. I'm watching Oh my god. It is sure. It is amazing because like they also like bring in like the actual like old Norse languages. They like you sometimes you see like or hear uh Anya Taylor Joy say something in old Slavic and it's they use like <clears throat> it has like a lot of like fantasy elements, but like sort of not really like fantasy, but realism. like magical realism. Like you, yeah. you feel like it's there, like because um, you know he, he fights like this dead, like this dead guy and all this stuff. You see, like also huge thing. Um, before we get into anything else, this is the last thing I say. Check out. Um, I know I keep going on. I'm like spewing nonsense about this, you're but good, this is a good. great movie. Get it out. <laughs> okay, so there's this YouTube channel called Horses. He did like this 45 minute long video on. I also watched this like right after I watched The Northman. He did this thing called um, the Island of Witches, which is Iceland, because Iceland for the longest time had like folk like religion and like folk practices of like magic, and it was just like it's great. It's great. Awesome. Well, I'm yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch The Norseman tonight, so I'll be able to. And I'll send you guys the video. It's 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 just yeah, I'll watch that. Oh, Nathan, can you match that energy with the movies no, that you I, watched? I cannot. I can, really cannot. Mostly because most of the movies I've watched recently have been for uh, our podcast here. Um, uh. I will say, and I don't know if I, please stop me if I, I mentioned this in our last cult meeting, but I think it's the most recent non-video cult movie that I, I looked at, which was Sympathy for the Devil. And oh, that's the Romeo Del Air one? No, this is the, uh, no, no, this is totally different. The uh, the okay. Nick Cage 2022 oh. or 2023. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Very uh, different than very what different. I thought. <laughs> yeah. You were going high class there, Josh. I, I it, a little bit, yeah. So, yeah. That is a good movie, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah I had to watch that for a university class, I think. Yeah. I read, I read that? his book. I never watched the movies, but I read yeah. his book. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And um, so, yeah, the 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 Nick Cage sympathy for the devil is, it's it's good. I, I give it like a solid B, but the the main plot is a, a, a man is driving to. Uh, to the hospital because his wife uh, is in labor and uh, at the hospital in the parking garage, he uh, uh, Nicholas Cage dressed wonderfully uh, jumps into his car with a gun and tells him to drive. And then it's the story of their night kind of thing. And there's, there's of course it's one of those movies where there's more going on than that is revealed at the, at the beginning, but uh, no, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's kind of your not really action, but kind of pseudo more more drama than anything um, thriller yeah yeah exactly yeah. and uh, I'm, in, I'm into that yeah it's I like oh, Nick Cage yeah oh yeah and if you, like I'm a huge Nick Cage fan so pretty much I'll watch anything and uh, this is this is a pretty decent one yeah yeah and also if you are a fan of Las Vegas you get a lot of nice shots of Vegas <laughs> which always makes me just want to go back 
Nice. So yeah, that's about it for me for movies though. I can't I can't match the sheer animalistic joy that Gabby displayed. <laughs> I don't I don't think I can either, but I got at least a few things in the tank. Uh I, I started it on Christmas movies early. Uh, decided not to deny myself. I was like, I can watch Die Hard more than once in the month of December. I used to fall asleep to it. So I I threw on, I have a VHS copy of Die Hard that I threw on. I have it right here, actually. Sweet special edition Mm, VHS copy. Threw that in, watched that. So that was fun. Uh, Surprise, it's like funny, like how long so many movies are nowadays that watching this, that's like, I think, two hours i was like shit this is crisp i was like we're getting close to the end here <laughs> i think that's part of my brain jerking me all the times i fell asleep to it or watched part of it or caught it on tv which makes it longer and stuff so there's all that um i, I watched well actually uh, do, do you did you guys remember watching movies on tv and how they would be censored and stuff so yeah. they would oh, like yes. take out swears and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that i remember tbs uh, the Superstation back in the day, they aired Die Hard 2. And Die Hard 2, every single character in that movie says fuck at least once. And so their way around that was to replace it with another actor saying a different word, which results in Bruce Willis and most of his dialogue being dubbed by another man who does not sound like Bruce Willis. And I remember watching, I wish I had it like taped. I'm sure somebody does. Um, you can watch there's a I think about a five minute clip of the of the the most egregious parts where it's like they have to replace so much of the line because he swears several times. It's just another guy doing a really terrible Bruce Willis impression and then not swearing and saying like weird like swears that like a child would say because um, oh, he doesn't say yippee yeah, he doesn't. Basically, he doesn't say yippee Kaye motherfucker. He says yippee Kaye Mr. Falcon. <laughs> Um, it's all stuff like that. It's all just like weird replacements of things. I'll have to like find it. If we're in the Christmas month, I'll get another chance and I'll pull up all the best fake uh, Bruce Willis swears from the Die Hard 2 TV version. I watched another Christmas movie I'd never seen before called Prancer. Uh, this is from the 80s. Did you guys ever watch a live action movie about the reindeer Prancer getting lost and looked no. like E.T. style looked after by a kid? Because <laughs> no. I did. And I have a VHS copy here, but it's like the VHS copy that the fucking blockbuster would get. So it's like this. is It's got like burns in it where it's like this is not for like retail use and stuff. It's like in it, it's trying to sell you on getting copies of the movie to rent out at the beginning, which was pretty fun. But I'd never seen it before. And it's got Sam Elliott is the dad in it. And Sam Elliott what? is a great actor. Yeah, Sam Elliott's a great actor. He's on the cover. He's right there. There he is. It's him. It's the man. It's Sam Elliott. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, and they're like apple farmers. And he's a dick to the to his daughter the whole movie. It's like, surprise. I was like, he's trying hard to make something of these lines. And, and even he can't. But uh, mm-hmm. the little girl who acts in it is phenomenal. She literally is carrying this movie on her tiny shoulders. And it was the <laughs> only movie she ever made. I think she maybe was in like an episode of TV after that. She retired and now she's like this big environmentalist. Um, But it's also got Ariana Richards, who was the the girl from Jurassic Park. She's in it as like her friend. So there's kind of a few people that pop up in it uh, and stuff uh, throughout. Um, Abe Vigoda is in there as the vet. 
Um, you know, uh, this is this is getting really way outside of it. But he was uh, uh, he played Fish on the show Fish, which was a spinoff of the show Barney Miller, (laughs) (laughs) which was a show about cops. It was like a a multi-cam like cop comedy from the 70s. And then Fish was the spinoff. Uh, but yeah, he's up in there. But yeah, movie I'd never watched before. Not good. Uh, <laughs> not worth not worth watching. But that little girl was very impressive in the movie. Mm-hmm. It was surprising she wasn't in other stuff. You know, I think she just pieced out. Luckily. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but I did that, and then oh god, what else did I watch? There's been a few things that have just been on. I've been doing another puzzle. So I had Wolf of Wall Street on mm-hmm. last night because I hadn't watched it in a while. Um, but I like that. I always find it funny as one of those movies that people are like, oh, yeah, this is a blueprint to live by, like Scarface. And then I'm watching it and I'm like, these people are terrible and ruining their lives and ruining other people's yeah. lives. And it's like, why is this what you want? But I had that on. Yeah. But uh, I think the other movie I actually seriously sat down and watched was Sahara. Did you guys ever watch that one? I've heard of that. Is that with Matthew McConaughey? Yeah, it's Matthew McConaughey. And... It's based. It's based. Uh, Steve Zahn. Uh, Timothy's on, or Steve's oh, on. I love that guy. Yeah, Steve's Steve on. Steve's on. So, yeah. So they're the main characters, but it's based on the series of books that Clive Cussler wrote for many, many mm-hmm. years before he died, and now his son continues to write them about Dirk Pitt and Al Giordino, and they're like adventurers that are like they work for this marine like clandestine marine agency that finds like treasure and stuff so i i read the books and i've been reading more of them so i hadn't watched the movie in a while i went back and watched it and it is like very close to what the feel of the books are like and like him just drinking straight tequila and i was like yeah that that happens a lot there's something in the books is the books are obsessed with food like anytime anyone sits down to eat something it describes every single thing that's there and what they're drinking and it's always a cocktail of some kind so the fact that like that happened to the movie i was like all right yeah i'm into this <laughs> okay but yeah uh but it was good it was a good rewatch especially if you're into anything that's like indiana jones or uncharted which i am that's like that's that's my favorite that's my roman empire is, that's is your like, roman tre- empire. Treasure, treasure adventure shit like that and that's mm-hmm. why i'm reading all the clive Cussler books uh because mm-hmm. i just finished one and started another and I was actually walking around, you know, those like fucking little houses that have books in, in them that you can leave or take. Some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was walking by, I found two Clive Cussler books in it. And I was like, oh, well, I'll take these. And I looked at them. They're the most recent books like in oh, the wow. series. And I was like, so I have a good chance of just finding every single one in one of these free book stations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure people just throw those in. They're just beet trees. But uh, yeah, I think that's all I did. Uh, yeah, Prancer was kind of the the big one for me. That was oh weird. <laughs> okay, um, shall we do a rewind? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I I forgot how impossible it was for us to describe this movie when i re-listened to this episode yeah I, we struggled we get there we did bit, but then there's times where i'm listening to myself and i'm like i can i could like hear that and build off that now and probably mm-hmm. even give a better picture but even then it's still so upsetting and weird to look at yeah well i rewatched it with zach Oh, because he suggested it. Yeah. He's oh, suggested yeah, it. right. He should he have. Had a, he had a grand old time. Nothing will break <laughs> that man. Oh. But I, I do have to say, it's funner when you watch it with somebody because him and I were just like riffing off on each other. 
That that makes a lot of sense because so, you want something to distract you from the actual movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we, I watched we it started with Carrie, but I didn't yeah. I was making notes so I didn't feel like I could riff and and I yeah. tend to not do that cuz I want to save those for the show, but yeah, mm-hmm. it didn't it also decreased my enjoyment <laughs> doing it that way. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like listeners, you know, we say like don't watch this or some of us have been dumb, divided and saying don't watch this, watch it. Watch it with a friend. Like, watch it with a friend, rip off it, you yeah. know. Him and I were, yeah, like, I, just talking about, like, what can we do to make this an A24 classic? <laughs> How do we take this script, rewrite it, like, rescript it, recast it, all of it? Like, how do we make this into an A24, <laughs> like, unsettling thriller? Yeah. I should say, The Curse, made by A24. So, mm-hmm. if you're if you're a fan of them, um, also... <laughs> But yeah, so for anyone who who might have missed our last episode, our last episode was Things from 1989, uh, Mm. a Canadian movie masquerading, well, masquerading as a movie, I guess. Mm -hmm. And uh, boy, I I do, I did want to apologize here to the listeners again, mostly for if you listen to the episode, I do a lot of sighing. in that episode (laughs) because we come to parts where I have to explain it and I just... (laughs) I think of what happened and my brain just hurts a little bit and that comes out oh as a sigh. It's like uh, Nathan was like that, you know, like that sad little dog that's just laying on the couch. You just like, yeah, <sighs> yeah, that's yeah. me. That it just looks at you and you're like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Do you need to go out? Everything is wrong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. So, you know what? Uh, though? I, I did... I... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I just wanted to say I actually really enjoyed the the episode itself on things far more than I did the movie so uh, I hope yeah, I think that, we did a good job yeah mm-hmm. I hope that anyone who who watched it and then listened to it got got that I hope we did better than things is all I'm saying <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I yeah I agree it, the movie should be watched I, I mm-hmm. if you're strong enough is how I, <laughs> as, as I kept mm-hmm. saying I was like it's worth it if you're strong enough I could imagine there are people that I mean there's people that, as we've said before, Masters of the Universe was too bad for them. Like that mm-hmm. to them is unwatchable. It's not worth their time. That kind of person it would have an aneurysm watching things. But if mm-hmm. you're listening to this show, I would think that you've got it in you. You have the constitution to watch things. Uh, you got and the it balls. Be done. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just thick ovaries. Um <laughs> so yeah and with with friends and talk over it 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 doesn't it it demands mm-hmm. to be talked over it wants it yeah, but it uh yeah it's it's very strange and yeah just us trying to describe it and, it and it really comes down to the fact that nothing's ever framed the way you expect even in a typically bad movie it's not framed in a way that you would expect so it's so difficult to explain someone's fever dream which it was mm-hmm. <laughs> just realized on shitty film but uh, yeah, I think that would be my thought. Uh, definitely watch the movie. Please listen to the episode because I thought we all did mm-hmm. a great job. Um, but I mean, I if you're only going to do one uh, of those things, listen to the episode. Yes, Just, that yeah. for sure. Uh, but I think uh, we've postponed as long as we can. Uh, I think we're going to have to hit that theme and see what happens to us afterwards. Uh oh. <laughs> It's about to get weird. Don't even touch fan fiction. We're so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think they should. Scabby's fabulous fan fiction. No, God, please, no, no. Oh boy. 
So I've got I got two different fan fictions for you guys. Okay. So you, you didn't find one... a things based fan fiction, I hope. I didn't. Okay. I did find a spider cryptids um sort of like matched with just a gender neutral reader. Okay, that's so that's, that's close. like that's sort of like just imagine yourself. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, Nathan, imagine yourself. Josh, I will imagine put yourself. Put myself there. Okay. And then I got another one which actually involves our um Halloween episode, which I feel like Elvira shouldn't be left out of this. So yeah, let's, I'm let's get that. into this. All right. Let's, okay. So this is okay cryptid, spider monster boyfriend Silas by Crazy Cat88. In the summary, after downloading the OK Cryptid dating app, you match with a spider monster. Sitting at your desk, trying to write the newest chapter of your latest novel. Okay, guys, imagine this. Okay, you're, you're at your desk. You sigh when you he- hear a ping from your mobile. In all honesty, the distraction is welcome. You've been, sever- you've been suffering from a major case of writer's block and you take any excuse to put your work aside. Checking the notifications, you sigh again when you see it's from OKCryptid, the monster encrypted dating app created to help monsters find mates that you downloaded a couple weeks beforehand. You had hoped it would give you a better chance at finding the one, but so far you've had the same amount of luck that you had with every other dating app on the market, which was none. Okay. Um, You haven't had a date in months. Your last relationship was over three years ago. Okay, so Nathan. Yeah, I gotta get my shit together. Divorced. Yeah. Yeah. Josh, you're you're done, or you're finding someone else. Um, (laughs) Let's see here. Um, And things were looking very positive with this new dating app. Since joining, there were very few matches, and all the messages you'd receive were either from men just looking to hook up for that night, or they were dick pics. You couldn't fathom why anyone thought that sending a picture of their dick would somehow seduce you, but they did it anyways. Taking a deep breath, you check to see what it's notifying you of, and you see that you have a new match, and have been sent a new message from a user named Silas. Swearing to yourself that if it's just another unsolicited picture, you're deleting the app. You open the message first without bothering to check his profile. No point in getting your hopes up before seeing what he sent you. Sent 2.47 p.m. Silas. Hey, how are you today? I've matched. Oh, wait, sorry. I've recently just moved to the area and we've matched. Ellipses. So I thought I'd just say hi. Ellipses. Kind of a... You know, no, nothing special. No, no quirky joke to, mm. you know, get get your hook in there or in that web, sort of speak Not for even this a guy. Woo. Not even <laughs> a new woo. Anyways, uh, well, that was a good start. It's certainly the nicest message you've received so far. Deciding to check his profile, you gasp. <gasps> Seeing that he's an arachnid, specifically a spider type, which... Okay, I mean, there's another arachnid. There's a scorpion. Anyways, um, which you've never seen before. Most arachnids choose to avoid the city, mainly due to their size and their preference to solitude. They weren't known to be the most social creatures, 
and despite being known to the general public for a couple of centuries, were one of the few species that shunned modern society, choosing to remain in forests or caves far from civilization. Honestly, if I see a big fucking spider, dude, I'm <laughs> I'm done. Not into um, the doppelganger? <laughs> doppelganger no. doesn't do it for you? <laughs> no. You weren't sure if it was because of their nature or due to the fact that um, they were one of the few monsters many humans and even others, even some other monsters still feared. Even those who weren't outright scared of arachnid-type monsters were still wary and uncomfortable around them. I mean, yeah, they fucking... They are... Giant predators, yeah. That makes they sense. Are. His profile bio was short and sweet. He stated his name, age, and sexual orientation before going on to say he loved plants, flowers, music, poetry, and going for a lot for walks in the moonlight. Oh, he's a sensitive boy. <laughs> um, you know, great catch. Great catch. Um, he'd also added that he just moved to the city and was looking to make new friends and hopefully find a mate. I don't like the word mate. <laughs> it sounds no. a bit too creepy. Well, and <laughs> like a, a lot little of bit too possessive spi- uh, species of spiders. That's a that's a dangerous game you're playing. Um, Unless uh, if you're with a female spider. That's true. The female spiders are the ones that eat the males in a lot of cases. So you should be fine with this guy. Yeah. 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 Unless he expects if, you to if, eat him. It's supposed to be me and Nathan embodying ourselves in this mm-hmm. main character. So we're clearly trying to hook up with other gay spiders so that we <laughs> exactly. don't get killed by the women ones. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, gay spiders in your area. <laughs> gay spiders in my area? Hell yes. <laughs> Enlarging the pic the first picture of himself, which was a selfie of just his face and torso. You were pleasantly surprised to find that he didn't mind his spider features his head and body was humanoid humanoid in shape his okay. skin incredibly pale and his very long very straight hair was a shiny white he had four eyes that were completely black with no sclera i don't know what those are those eyes sat in a row with two larger in the center and two smaller either side of those his mouth was wide and in the photo he was grinning showing that he had nothing but two large fangs and his upper jar, jaw, his shoulders were broad, and his torso was well built. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, with clearly defined muscles, though he wasn't overly muscular. Swiping through his photos, you found another picture of him, this one being a full body shot, which was clearly taken from a small distance. You could, you could see his lower body, where his torso ended and joined with a spider half, which looked large and bulbous black in color but discovered in fine white hair which looked fuzzy but uh, attached to his body were eight long jointed legs which looked which were also covered in fine white hairs this is just me cringing (laughs) so is is he like a centaur he is spider i think so yeah so there is like a man yeah. thing mermaid yeah, like, style thing going on yeah, here yeah, yeah. that it's just it's just they're sewn together or maybe there's some mm-hmm. cross pollination okay because yeah, yeah my initial thought was doppelganger was what we were yeah. thinking too <laughs> yeah um so um let's see here where you distract me okay 
Um, <laughs> his legs looked. It's just so as, hot. Oh god. Yeah. yeah, god. Control yourself, boys. His legs looked as thick as tree trunks, and you couldn't be sure from looking at the photo, but he looked huge. His part of the this part of the body made you apprehensive, and the more you look at at it, the worse you feel. Flicking between the two pictures, you can decide if you're attracted to him or not. On one hand, you found him incredibly beautiful, with those large pitch black eyes that you could easily get lost in, and gorgeous sleek looking hair and toned upper body. He also seemed sweet natured and had a lovely smile, despite the fangs. Okay. I'm glad that's despite the giant fangs. That's good. Despite the giant fangs. Yeah. Also, I want to know where the rest of his eyes are because we got the description of four of them so on I his face. So I think they're like, I think they're like here, but I think there's like one here. And like oh, like there's okay. Here. There's a couple. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple like decorative yeah, yeah. eyes. Okay. Sorry, I missed yeah. that. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. Please continue. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, his lower body half. Uh, sorry. His, on the other hand, his spider lower half. Gave you the shivers, and those long legs creeped you out. You cringed looking at them, and even thinking about those legs in motion made you shudder. Chewing on your lip, you debated with yourself. You'd match with him so obviously you had things in common, and you didn't have to jump into a relationship with them. You could always be friends first and see if it went anywhere. You weren't sure if you could get over those eight legs, though. Startled, you look back at your phone, which had gone to sleep at some point during your mental debate, and you see you received another message from Silas. Sent 3.16pm. Silas, I like your profile, by the way. You're very beautiful. We have a lot in common. I've been using this app for over a year now, and I've never seen such a high percentage match. Ooh. Mm. He's bold. Checking... He is bold. He's, he's bold. bold. Yeah. People like that. He's matched with yeah. 88%. Confidence. Uh, confidence. Very confident. Any other match. No matter how many likes you have. From everything yeah, you've heard, it was really rare to get a match <laughs> that high. It was just your luck. He had he had to be interacted. He seemed really nice, too. Deciding to think further on it and make your decision later, you go back to writing. And after all, your novel, was, your novel wasn't going to write itself. Should I, should I keep going or should I just skip to the juicy bits? I mean, we've we've got the setup here. What? Yeah, give us some of the give us some of the juicy highlights here. Okay. Uh, so I feel like we here. we do take the plunge here with Silas. We uh, we do. Uh, so yeah, basically, we get all wrapped um, up in his love. Yeah, you, you guys are meeting somewhere to get a drink. Okay. Okay. Let's see here. Um, let me just quickly go into. Uh, Let's see. What's that Warren okay. Buffett song from the end of Arachnophobia? <laughs> I've never me. saw that. Don't <laughs> bug me. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this is guys you you meet. So you're like, um, it's only, so let's see here. Uh, but, 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 but. You're shaking with nerves by the time you get there. And of course you're 20 minutes early. Standing outside the bar, feeling like an utter twit. You inspect the building. The outside is painted glossy black, and the name of the bar is painted in gold cursive above the very wide and very tall doors. It looked nice. Through the glass doors, you could see the place had a good number of patrons, despite the early time. You're surprised and jump in shock when you hear your name spoken softly from behind you. 
Spinning around, you come to see, you come face to face with Silas. Well, more accurately, you came face to, to stomach with Silas. That's just him standing up. So, okay. So he's like at least he's, he's eight, big. eight or nine feet tall. Yeah. yeah. I was say, okay. It's like a Spartan yeah. from Halo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. He's, he's really tall. Anyways, uh, you're like, okay, you're checking out the spider. And you're like, yes, I'm good. Uh, he said, how are you doing? And you're like, yes, I'm good. Um, hi. You giggle nervously. Hi, he replies. Smile widening. You still want to do this? Yes, of course. Sorry. Shall I go in? You stammer. Holding the door open for you, he shakes his head. No need to be sorry. I know I'm a lot to process. Yeah. But then again. How does, how does he fit in doorways? Most doorway, like, I assume he's, he's like nine feet tall and he's wider because he's a spider. Yeah. He'd be, he'd be at least as wide as he is tall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably curl all those legs up or oh, yeah. like, go in sideways like he's crawling in the door. <laughs> <laughs> That's good for so, business. Yeah. Okay. So shaking your head and giving him a smile over your shoulder, you glance around the bar and see the vast majority of patrons are other non-humans. So I think like it's like a huge. Okay, door. yeah, maybe yeah, maybe it's yeah. made especially spe- for yeah. Uh, yeah the cryptid behind community. yeah the warehouse for all these freaks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, Josh, you just met this guy. He seems nice. He seems like a nice, a nice young arachnid. Okay, keep keep your racism to yourself. <laughs> okay, um, behind the bar, you spot a lizard folk who looks like a leopard gecko and a white tiger rakshasa. I don't know. The leopard gecko looks your way and raises a brow when he clocks Silas at your side, making his way down the bar with a huge grin on his face. You hear Silas let out a groan and he suddenly leans into whispering here. He's a harmless flirt. And you're like, what? You stammer. And um, the gecko, but before he can say anything else, the gecko is standing in front of you and leaning over the bar to classify as his hand. Ian. Silas rumbles the gecko. It's been a while. Who's your cute friend? Ooh. They think they're cute. Okay. He's looking at you and <laughs> giving you a wink. Silas makes the introductions and you give um, Ian the your hand to shake. He leans down to kiss the back of your hand and gives you a cheeky grin. Um, so yeah. Anyways, I'm going to keep going. You guys keep flirting mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Because um, mm-hmm. I think we're running a little bit low on time and I kind of want to get to... We got to get to the... We got to get to the meat. Elvira. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see here. Webbing, da, 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 da. Mm. I'll be so impressed if this fan fiction ends in him just like actually killing and eating you. Like it was all <laughs> just a ruse. No, no, no. It's a, this is actually pretty kind of tame, so... Oh, okay. I know. Um, okay. He, it's, this is when you guys say goodnight. Mm. Right. Well, I guess I have to say goodbye then, he says, smiling wistfully. Nodding, you glance between his eyes and mouth. Getting the hint, he leans down, steps a hair width distance, giving you the opportunity to change your mind. You don't. Closing the distance between you, your eyes close as your lips meet. So is it like here that the fangs are? Or I guess, is it like, like, yeah, I guess they must be like 
to the side, side a little bit. No, yeah, not... yeah, I think they're I think they're pointing outwards like this. Probably. So you're able to kind of slip in. You might so get I some just... claw action on your face, but <laughs> oh. like if the the pointy bits get like pushed out oh, as you yeah, get in okay. there for the kiss. Yeah. A quick peck <laughs> leads to another and then another. Whoa. Before you know it, your tongue is in his mouth and you're carefully exploring his mouth. Being mindful Carefully. of his fangs. <laughs> One of his hands cradles the back of your head. <laughs> as the other traces the patterns of your back. Both your hands start on his shoulders before slowly roaming down downwards. Oh my god. Oh, okay. As you reach the point where his human torso meets a spider half, you softly stroke him there, feeling the soft hair tickle your hands. Silas setting suddenly pulls away panting harshly we have to stop you nod agreeing inhaling deeply text me when you're home he asks searching your face promising him that you would you wish him good night moving quickly and getting in the first taxi silas gives you a wave while pushing down his spider boner that's not actually written i just added that (laughs) (laughs) and taxi pulls away you see him watching until you're no longer in sight. Sitting in the back seat, you touch your fingertips to your lips. Wow, that was some kiss. Okay. I don't like that the hairs tickled my hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, like at no like in my mind, he's mm-hmm. not wearing clothes centaur style it's just a like naked torso of a man i imagine that too but then like does he have like a cloaca because otherwise i'm just picturing there's the hard cutoff of where it turns into spider hairs but then just one of those big suction cup dildos just like stuck in amongst the hairs so it's just a human penis falling out of the spider hair just just dangling around or do you think there's a spider strap on like a spider size strap on Maybe it, I maybe, but I mean, if it's spider sized and he's a giant spider, like that's I'm, that's I'm not a giant cool. spider sized. Yeah, no, like, I know, but that's that's dangerous. <laughs> is, is what I'm getting at. What get does a spider's penis look like? Do you we guys know? look that up? I'm not <laughs> looking that up. Okay, yeah. So I have one more fan fiction, and then we can go. <laughs> okay. This is for Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. All right. So. This is the mistress of the mistress of the... Oh, Jesus Christ, Josh. Oh, yeah, that's a that's a little thing there. It's like, it's like a crescent moon with a fucking so lolly. It's like for, a crescent moon inside of a lollipop that someone yeah. started to, like, work down, and they haven't bit into it yet. <laughs> next, time, next time, give me a warning before oh. you show that. <laughs> and for people who are, like, watching the episode who are just listening, Josh just showed us a spider penis and didn't give me the warning, so I had a bit of a heart attack. Sorry. Anyways, um, so this is called The Mistress of the Mistress of the Dark by Orphan um, underscore account. Um, this is an Elvira and Esme Cullen, the mom from Twilight. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, sure. Or if you're or if uh, if you're Nathan through half of our episode, Elvira. <laughs> <laughs> Did, did you I not do notice that? you did that? No, I yes, didn't notice that a at all. lot. Yeah, oh I because I, I, I didn't say anything during because I was like, how many times is he going to do it? And if you listen <laughs> no. to the episode, well, I, we can make a super cut of you doing it about like 20 times. You say Elvira, <laughs> uh, just like in the like 
60% area and then you go back. <laughs> but That's anyway, hilarious. Yes, continue. So this is Elvira and Esme. Have a little fun. Uh, Elvira smiled as she walked into the Cullen house she had been delighted to hear from her old college sorority sister, Esme Cullen. So this picture it like that blue color filter tilted, like tinting that mod house, you know, where there's like a couple vampires running around. Mm. Muse is playing. Yeah. (laughs) Hello, anyone home? SMA darling, it's me, Elvira. Hello, Elvie. SMA smiled, stepping from behind the woman. Long time no see. Elvira smiled, turning slowly, sliding her arms around SMA. Yes, SMA, too long. Well, maybe you should stay closer to home. SMA teased gently. Elvira smiled. Or maybe you should stay. You should have stayed a free and easy tart and come to California with me. <laughs> she teased, kissing Esme. Hmm, a rusty old van. Tempting. Esme teased. Although I am loving the new car. Elvira smiled. See, this person like keeps like putting like it's like this. It's like oh, line oh, after yeah. line after line after line after line. It's one of those. Okay. Because they wrote it on their phone. That's probably probably. Yeah. A lot of teasing uh, going on so far. A lot of teasing. Wait till you're on the back seat with a well-hung stud. <laughs> she teased, kissing Esme's neck. The leather feels divine and the shock absorbers are marvelous. I would say, screw the stud, but it sounds like you already did. Esme laughed. <laughs> Although you can always prove it to me. Elvira laughed. Oh, yes. And don't try to pretend that you haven't been a backseat cougar bang before now. But she teased. Okay. Would you like me to? Mm, not in a car that nice. Esme laughed, then added a far more mysterious and a sexy little, what do you think, sexy lady? Elvira smirked. I think we need to get you laid at least 20 young men after the one after the other, just to even have a couple, whoa. I think <laughs> there's no period or comma. So I think we need to get you laid by at least 20 young men, one after the other, just to even have a hope of sating your cougar appetites for just a couple hours, she teased. But for right now, I think you and I should see the back seat coming. She said, beginning to gently lead as a man outside. Oh, I'd follow you. I'd follow you anywhere. Elvira giggled and led her outside to her car. Esme followed quickly. Elvira opened the car door and got in the back seat. And once Esme was in with her, started making out with her. Mm. <laughs> she murmured, smirking slightly. I remember the last time I saw you in the back seat of a car like this. It was one of those. It was one for our probs. The head cheerleader caught you saddled up on the team quarterback, her boyfriend, going at it like rabbits on the back seat. she teased. Served her right for banging Carl. Who's Carl? <laughs> <laughs> Elvira laughed softly. Yeah, oh, this is getting pretty, pretty spicy. Elvira laughed softly, beginning to push Esme's shirt open. Thought you were, get- were the jealous type about girls playing with your man, she teased. 
I am when she tries to play injured innocent. What? What is that? Elvira smiled and kissed Esme's exposed neck and chest. Well, either way, it was so erotic to watch you in that backseat before she caught you. The windows all steamed up. All you see was a blurred outline of your upper torso going up and down, up and down. So hard and fast. Boy moved like a damn piston engine. Are you guys following along? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think they're. she's describing having seen them, like, a fuck in the car, fucking someone else yeah. in the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Did you bet this? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's reading this for the first time. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I yeah. thought this would be like an experience ever, for all of us. Don't ever vet it. Don't ever vet it. This <laughs> no. is what we need. This is what we need. Oh, no. Okay. This is content, right. baby. This is, oh my god, I'm getting a little flushed. Elvira <laughs> <laughs> purred and kissed her, moving her hand up her leg, pushing her, pushing up her skirt with it. Oh, wow. Uh, thank you for complimenting me, darling. She purred. Tell me, though, we've never got the chance to, to at the time. How was he? Was he good? You seem to be enjoying it. He was average, and I was desperate. Elvira giggled. And she, as her wandering hand found Esme's knickers and began to pull them down. Aside from Carl, have you ever found any of your boy toys or playthings who can satisfy you in the way she, you want? Just you always seem, she teased, just so you always seem they didn't match up to your expectations. Mm. Well, there's been a couple. I just never got their names. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. It's not... <laughs> There's not a whole lot uh, to it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Please don't okay. separate this. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mom, Dad, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I'd be reading. Actually, I knew what I was getting into when I made this segment. <laughs> you, you, this is your bit. <laughs> <laughs> this is my bit. This is like the first plunge into it, though. So Elvira murdered and held up Esme stickers so she could see them before tossing them away. Lay back, sweetie. Esme soon complied. Elvira pushed Esme's skirt up and slid her hand up between her legs while she kissed her on the lips. Esme gasped into the kiss, arching into Elvira's hands somewhat wantonly. Elvira murdered, pressing into Esme's pussy. <laughs> mm. I, I love how awkward you are, like, where are your parents? <laughs> I know. It feels like I'm reading this in front of my parents. <laughs> Send it, I'll read it. I'll read it aloud. I'll read it like Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, mm. I hear from Morticia that a sorority sisters of the Black Rose Wild Night Out is on the cards, she purred. Well, once we bring Elizabeth back to us. Who is Elizabeth? Is that one of the vampires? Maybe. That'll be fun. I hear you bringing the boys. Mm, I hope you put on one of those live sex shows for us. She teased. Well, Tabitha Bag, Teabag, will be coming with us as well. Teabag might do, if I can convince her. Elvira purred. Mm, should be fun and sexy now. Come for me, darling. Esme smiled and Sue complied. Oh, boy. How I unfortunate of a name Teabag is for somebody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you have I, to- <laughs> I really hope, um, you know what, fuck it. If, if my employers listen to this, that's fine. I can read, I can leave spot live for you. That's fine. 
Um, I love the so much of like these types of things always, especially in the end, decide to set up a huge world that's mm. really slutty. Like, mm. <laughs> right at the end, we find out that there's live sex parties. It's, it's like one of those like weird, like porn, um, sort of. It's the porn, porn equivalent parodies. of dumping out all of your action figures onto the floor. It's like, yeah. It's like at the last minute. Like, okay, and and, and just... then they have orgies and then they do this. <laughs> <laughs> what I found interesting about that fan fiction was that it was a lot of like telling, not showing. It, it is. Right? Because it was, it was, <laughs> that's, it was. That's Nathan's, uh, that's well, Nathan's critique. <laughs> yeah. Because they, they all they do is, is talk about all of these things that they've done or these mm -hmm. things that they've yet to do, but we get very little actual doing in the, the fan fiction. Mm -hmm. I, I, I expected more doing less, less talking, I guess, but yeah, that would be my, my critique. Also a lot of teasing, maybe too much teasing happening. Yeah. A lot of teasing, a lot of, a lot of giggling. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of yeah. A lot of purring. What does the purr sound like? Yeah. What are we getting at here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Um, so the fact that you didn't read any of this beforehand explains so much because <laughs> seeing you shocked and surprised, I was just like, but she's, she's read this. Clearly she must have read this, right? No, no, no. I thought like an idiot and I'm sorry for no, that. No, no, yeah. no, it's fine. It's, it's like a Don't last race or do. Actually, um, because, you know, I'll say what we're doing next. We're doing No Hold Bards. No Hold Bard. No Hold Bards. I'm sorry. That won't be the next episode coming out when you hear That's this. That's right. Because we have a Christmas special. We do. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yes, we do have a Christmas special. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People will find out on the day of. It's the present. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're, we're I yeah. forgot we were not talking about it beforehand, but you can expect that next week. And uh, it's going to be a doozy. I didn't realize that either, so... Yeah. <laughs> I think it's fine to bring up that we have a Christmas special, but... Yeah. Uh, and we do say that in that in things that we're doing No Holds Barred, so we've not spoiled anything for mm -hmm. the audience. No. Yeah. yeah. No Holds Barred was an absolute blast, so I think I think everyone's going to have a fun time with that, for sure. Um, the, the great writing tandem of Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan will not let you down. Yeah, the the Terry Bolia uh, Vince McMahon joint that is no holds barred. <laughs> yeah, and get ready for fan fiction in our next cult meeting. Oh, that that one is. I mean, well, the next couple. I mean, I because you haven't watched our Christmas movie yet, so mm -hmm. good luck <laughs> yeah. and God bless. God, God save our souls. Whatever you come up with for this movie. <laughs> um, but also, I think then the sweet, sultry sounds of what it, we get out of the No Holds Barred fan fiction will save us. Oh, I can't wait for that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's I think I've definitely like with this segment, we've definitely like we boosted up our time limit. So maybe. I don't know. 
we I might mean, we might have to go for like a word count limit for our yeah. uh, for our fanfic, but uh, well, yeah. Although, yeah, we'll, we'll although I think doing a bit of skipping around doesn't hurt, so mm-hmm. we'll yeah. uh, I think we'll just be more conscious of skipping around <laughs> and, yeah. and willing to to get to the, do a setup, get to the beat. <laughs> yeah. So for for this week, enjoy an extra long cult meeting. <laughs> All right, are we uh, are we feeling good? I, I think we've we've done the Lord's work here as we always do. A lo- yeah. And again, I think, another. I think, <laughs> what we, I think we've thoroughly, I think we've thoroughly upset the viewer with everything we've said on this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> another vomit yeah. heavy episode, front front loaded, mm-hmm. but vomit heavy, which is a, a, a classic for us. Yeah, yeah. And we and, uh, we veered into spider penises, so I, I don't honestly think we could do much better. Josh, if you show that picture again, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week for a very super secret special Christmas. I'm sorry, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. If you haven't already, join the cult today by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. Help us grow the cult by sharing it with your friends, family, and that masked stranger hiding in your closet. Finally, you can connect with us on Facebook at The Video Cult or on Instagram and TikTok at video underscore cult 666.